Hi, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to, I don't know what to call this show this week. Well, it's Modern Day Atheism. Let's let's be clear. This isn't uh, 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 like our Sunday shows that I do with Kyle, where we make up the name of the show each week. And I just realized that now that that's not what's happening. And this is the way I smoothly recover it by talking about it for far too long. Welcome. I'm excited. Uh, uh, give you a rundown of what we're going to do today. Earlier today, I tweeted out, sent on YouTube and to Instagram, a phone number to my voicemail with it only temporarily opened and got lots of them. So we closed it shortly thereafter. There were so many, only so many we could do. I had somebody go through and screen them. I had uh, uh, them make sure that there wasn't like anything with like just blatant hate speech. And there was a couple. Anything with just blatant hate speech was uh, uh, deleted. That said, what's interesting is that apparently at a certain point, the way the pages things works on the system I use, they actually couldn't go so far back. So there's actually voicemails like if somehow we get through like 40 voicemails, which is almost impossible. Uh, uh, if somehow that happened, though, we might get to one that was unscreened and then maybe you'll get to hear somebody tell me to go frotch myself or something. That wouldn't actually be hate speech. That would be wonderful. Um, a few things to go over before we get started. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to say a big, big thank you to everybody again. I know I mentioned this on Twitter earlier today, and I just want to, and I did an episode about it earlier this week, but to everybody who participated in sharing that video about Malek Al-Kashef uh, and, and uh, sending faxes, especially the people who actually sent faxes to Egypt, which is, I mean, already it was a bizarre call to action, and yet hundreds, at least hundreds of you uh, took on the call, potentially thousands, because I, I put a, a poll up on YouTube, and uh, the percentage of people who say they did amounted to hundreds, but if that same percentage was applied to how many people actually watched the video, it would be in the thousands. Uh, and it worked. Malek Al-Kashef is currently not imprisoned, uh, and it seems to be that our... I've, I've been trying to get like perfect verification where they're just like, yeah, actually, your audience did this. They're awesome. This is why it happened. But obviously, Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, all of them uh, played a huge, huge part. And it's so amazing that we were able, uh, uh, we were able to make such a difference and get released a political prisoner in Egypt who, while she was there on trumped up charges and really made up stuff, uh, she was being kept in what's called an all-male prison uh, because uh, on, on trumped up charges because they are cracking down on the LGBT community, Q plus, QA plus community, the GRSM community there, and she is transgender. Um, so it was uh, honestly, it was it was incredible. It was touching. It was inspiring. It put a fire in my belly. I uh, uh, and so that'll bring me to the new the next announcement. Basically, I had all of these things in my head of new things I want to do for the channel for but not just this channel, as some of you know, a, a decent enough number of you, I actually have a second channel. I just haven't posted to it in like a month and a half. I, I kind of like used it to talk about Game of Thrones at one point. I told a story about uh, some Jehovah's Witnesses that came to my door, but it was meant to be uh, a kind of thing where um, I would talk about non-atheist stuff or atheist stuff, like it could be follow-ups to things, follow-up stories, or, or things that just wasn't supposed to necessarily go there. That channel is called Jimmy Snow what do you know? There's a link in the description. Lucy's been putting it in the live chat. 
chat if you're watching this live on YouTube. Uh, uh, but uh, that show, Jimmy Snow, what do you know? That channel, uh, there's more I want to do with that. So basically, anyway, there's all these things that I was like, I want to be doing a lot more. And there's different formats I want to try, different other things. So basically, all this amounting to on August 1st, you are going to see a ton of changes. As you all know, many of you know anyway, I'm in a temporary set right now in a different corner of my studio. It looks a lot like the other set, but it technically is not the same one. Uh, it is a different corner, just using similar foam and stuff in the background. Um, I, and and when we go back to the other corner, the first changes will be very obvious, but there's going to be lots and lots of stuff changing. And that other channel, there will be a lot more content on, frequently more content on. In fact, I wouldn't hate it if the day came where that channel got more content than the Mr. Atheist channel, mostly because I don't know how to do nearly daily atheist content forever. But maybe I can. Maybe I can. But there's, there will be more general stuff on there, uh, some political, some social issues, things of that nature. Um, uh, and and also just kind of diversifying my portfolio, as, as some of you may know. And this is something else that I wanted to bring up. And then we'll jump into these. Uh, uh, we'll jump into these voicemails. Um, but there is a uh, uh, YouTube right now is tricky. They have been demonetizing everything I put up. Now, what I started doing not too long ago, which turned out to halfway save me, is uh, I release my episodes to my patrons a day early. And a lot of times when I do that, they'll demonetize then and I can request a review. And because my channel is big enough, I don't have to wait for the thousand views uh, uh, before it will get reviewed. They'll review it before that. But it's tricky and it's different all the time. It's so frustrating. Uh, so like this week, I had all four episodes get demonetized. I sent them all for review. The first three of them came back in like 16 to 20 hours. So I was able to put them out on time, one of them a little bit later. They took a full two days to review my Jehovah's Witness video. So that video was supposed to come out Thursday, ended up getting pushed to Friday. And so with these like these unreasonable times, I never know like when when things are going to, to work out, uh, uh, when the timing is going to work out. Um, but also there's more stuff I want to cover. There's more content I want to cover that's not just exclusively atheist. So that's going to be the new channel. But you, you do need to be aware of that YouTube stuff. Uh, in general, I'm not even just talking about for me. I love my patrons. I love how many people are, are over there. Anybody else who wants to support, you're obviously more than welcome. But if you have the means to support your creators, YouTube is right now going through. So David Pakman uh, did, a, did a couple episodes on this, and he brought the receipts. Like, he brought graphs and charts of his channel versus major channels. And this, I mean, he brought, he brought the receipts, and he, and he covered this and showed unequivocally like it is just now a demonstrative fact youtube is tanking their independent channels in favor in favor of traditional media so for david pakman he's in the like political sphere which is funny because this is now something i want to do a little bit more over on my other channel and apparently this is the worst time to start but i'm gonna try anyway um uh, and and it show it just shows how much over the last year it might be a little bit longer than that uh, you can actually see overall YouTube channels like David Pakman, but it's actually compiled of a ton of political commentary channels uh, graphed on like a line chart that shows how much how much attention the suggested bar was getting, how often it suggests for political stuff. One of these dozens, it might even be up to hundreds of commenter commentators right now that people are subscribing to. 
And that suggested plummeted. The independent creators plummeted in favor of traditional media like CNN, like NBC, like Fox News. And I, I'm not saying, well, Fox News sucks, but I'm not saying anything bad in particular about these news outlets as though they're not worthy to have their content seen, but they're cable news television. Like that's where they go. YouTube is called YouTube because it's supposed to be about you. It's supposed to be about independent creators. And YouTube has just been just tanking ours. And I've seen it on my own channel, the number of views going down. I also was uh, uh, going through and looking at how much suggested I had. The hard part is I can see the decline, but for me, I don't have as long a uh, uh, what the heck is that? As long uh, an amount of data, or I don't have as much data to go off of, and my channel just kind of exploded in January. So, so a lot of my stuff, it's like before my channel took off, I wasn't getting suggested at all. So my general graph is like this little tiny thing, and then a giant spike up, and then a steady decline down. And it's just... It's, it's really, really frustrating because we're putting our stuff out here. But anyway, so, and this isn't just for me. This is, there are other creators even who need it more than me. But if you have the financial means to help in, in uh, uh, these creators who make this their job, you have Patreon, you have now channel memberships on my channel. Some other channels have it. Channel memberships, that it's kind of like the, uh, I, I put up channel memberships there with the intention being that most people would do the $2 a month, but also knowing that there would be perks for the other ones because I know there are a number of people who won't use Patreon. Patreon or can't use Patreon, but they can use YouTube because that's what their payments are all attached to. Um, like I know, I know that uh, uh, there are people who just can't, and so the the intention was like we'll give you your badges and your special identification in the live chats because there's so many live chats on this channel. Um, but uh, uh, and then for the people who get like who do the higher tiers, which I think it's like uh, I think I did a two dollar tier, maybe a ten dollar tier, and then a twenty five dollar tier. Uh, but the badges, everybody on every level gets the badges and the live chat identification, uh, all of that stuff. Um, so it's like that was it, it was mainly for that because I knew people would want those badges, but still there's other ways to support and and YouTube gets 30% of everything except our ad revenue. They get, I think we split it 50-50, I think is what ad revenue is, except for they get 50% of everybody. <laughs> I only get 50% of my own ad revenue. Um, uh, uh, but they take 30% of everything else. So it's like super chats, they take 30%. Um, but I'm not saying don't super chat, definitely super chat because it makes a big difference still. But uh, uh, memberships and all that stuff, just keep in mind if you're going to do like a subscription-based thing uh, for any creator. Because like I said, it's been, it's, <sighs> It gets really maddening, and this everything gets demonetized. I, I talked to you, oh my goodness. Okay, I, I promise I'm only gonna give this two more minutes and then we'll get to voicemails, but I feel like I have to get this out. I've wanted to make an episode about this. I actually was recommended by my, uh, my, my he's he uh, uh, he's like the, my manager guy, but he's he's my person between me and YouTube. Uh, so he doesn't, he does, I don't work for him when I say he's my manager. He, if anything, works for me. Um, and he recommended I not do that. Now, he's not employed by YouTube, so he wasn't like threatening me, but he's like, uh, uh, we see people do this and we can't prove that there's retaliation, but we can't, we can't be sure there isn't. Uh, David Pakman said that on his own show, like, I expect to to be tanked for or, or to be to be uh, not quite taken down, but kind of like soft hurt for these kinds of things. Um, and and it's it's tough. It, I genuinely think the word atheist is now a tag 
that automatically triggers demonetization because it used to be most of my stuff, like 60% of my stuff got demonetized, but I, I kind of understood it to be like, well, this is a provocative title. It's a provocative subject. Um, when I say I kind of understood it, that was, I understood it because I had accepted it's not right, but I knew that GRSM LGBTQ tags and topics always get hit uh, uh, because they basically do it by a blanket and then let the, the, the good people and advocates get review and, and hope that that fixes it. Um, uh, but unfortunately, it's just a blanket cut down. Now it's everything I do. Everything I do. The one about fax machines this week, uh, uh, it got hit. The one about, um, oh, the one where I corrected my mistake, where I said nearly daily uh, nearly atheist concept instead of nearly uh, atheist. Like I went uh, as an experiment. I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure nothing, none, no controversial tags, no controversial descriptions still got demonetized. Uh, so I now think the word atheist actually gets hit. Um, so this is part of my strategy to diversify and be on more channels than just this, but also I wanted to cover more topics. Unfortunately, YouTube doesn't care about you. The you in YouTube is meaningless to them. They are right now trying to become or I don't know if it's purposeful and driven. I'm sure to some level it is, but there is uh, uh, the algorithm at the very least and and the tweaks they are making it favor traditional media. People who are, are making their shows every day, making millions of dollars off of it are, on cable TV, taking clips, releasing that, and those are getting recommended more than the independent people that people are subscribed to. I can't tell you the number of emails I've gotten. David Packman said the same thing. I've gotten emails after email after email from people who go, hey, I, I saw your video, I opened it, and I happened to look and uh, I am suddenly not subscribed. So that's another thing. If you're watching right now, <laughs> Please make sure you're subscribed if you mean to be, because you might not be. Uh, all right. Two more minutes. I think I went three. We're going to get started here. So basically, uh, the voicemails have been screened to make sure that the quality was okay. Uh, uh, and in fact, let me respond to the first one where it dropped out. Tanner from Zelf on the Shelf left a voicemail. Uh, and Tanner asked when I will be coming to Utah. But that one actually got deleted uh, because uh, the screener said that half of it cut out in the middle. So when will I be coming to Utah? I want to let everybody know I am actively right now working on myself. I'm working on my medical stuff as much as I can, but also dieting, exercising, and trying to be like my best me, my healthiest me. I'm working my ass off on that right now. It can be a little bit miserable. That way, in the near future, I can start speaking at events because obviously there's a bunch that have gone by that I couldn't, that I was invited to, uh, uh, and so that I can start even hosting events or going and doing things like with Zelf on the Shelf in Utah. So that's the answer to that. All right. Let's, uh, uh, let's start listening with this one. Hopefully everyone can hear. Hi, Jimmy. I wanted to know what you think about the website, www.notallikethat.com, which is a website for Christians who are fully supportive of the GRSM community. Um, do you think this is a good thing and it's kind of a step in the right direction, or do you think it could cause other problems of its own? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay, so that's a that's a, a really really interesting question, um, and I do have I do have some thoughts on that. Um, so as far as this website goes, I haven't seen the actual website um, that uh, they were alluding to in this, but um, in general, I think it is a good thing that 
being a good person and extending rights to everyone is starting to take over all circles and it's it's starting to spread and it's starting to win out. And, and I hope that keeps happening, e even within Christianity, because I don't think Christianity is going to go away overnight, and it's certainly not going to go away just over this issue. Um, that said, it is worth a reminder when we're having the conversations about the truth of these claims, it seems like some people will treat a church that is GRSM accepting as more true or less less not true than uh, churches that aren't. They're both super not true. <laughs> both religions are. Now, as far as palatable, way more palatable. Christians who accept the GRSM community, way more palatable. Palates galore. Uh, uh, and I love, I love a lot of people who are very humanist in their Christianity. Um, uh, I shouldn't say a lot of people, but I love there are, I just don't in general love a lot of people. I don't, I don't have that many deep connections in my life. It's a very sad thing. But, uh, uh, but as I've mentioned her a million times on here and she'll be back on actually soon, God is gray is somebody I love a lot because of her humanism. And I've we've talked about this, so this isn't like a dig at God is gray. She, she knows that I feel this way. I don't think her Christianity is more true than even the NIFBs. More palatable, tons more palatable. But at the end of the day, I think they are both using the Hebrews 11 definition of faith to get to their conclusion and I think that is an invalid method of getting to truth so more palatable happy to see the world going that way it's a good step in the right direction but it is more palatable same level is not true I guess that's that's what I where I want to put it there all right let's see Hi, Jimmy. I'm Audrey. I wanted to say thank you for your videos because they've really helped me to accept that I'm not a Christian and that I was never happy being Christian. The world is so much bigger and more magical when there's no religion holding me back, and I really have you to thank for it. So, yeah, I want to say thank you, and I love your videos. Bye. Okay, and I promise I... Uh... <laughs> I almost wish, so right now, the only options we have are to delete or not delete, and I told my screener just look for quality and hate speech uh, uh, for filtering out. I'm hoping that there aren't lots of videos that are just saying nice things about me, not to say that that bothers, it does, I, I'm bad at taking compliments. I do want to say, though, to you, uh, you said your name at the beginning, was it Audrey? Hi, Jimmy, I'm Audrey. I want yeah, Audrey, um, I, I think that's beautiful and amazing that that you uh, uh, are realizing stuff about yourself. I really am really glad that I was a part of your journey to find that out about yourself. But don't um, don't credit me, uh, uh, and I don't mean that in a mean way. Credit credit yourself. You did the work. You decided you were willing to listen. You decided you were willing to consider. Excuse me. I, I'm drinking bubbly water. There is no sugar in this. I know it looks like like a, a Dr. Pepper, uh, but it's uh, uh, I'm, I'm drinking carbonated water. This is part of my diet that I'm on. Um, uh, you did the work. You made a lot of decisions to listen, and there is no, or there is nothing I have put out. Maybe maybe the way I've worded things, or the way I've presented things, I can call original. But I'm not putting out. I'm I haven't made a scientific discovery. I haven't 
made a philosophical discovery because I avoid philosophy as far as like the the academic discussions as much as I can. Uh, uh, I'm just packaging the information in a way that I'm trying to speak in a way that would have worked to speak to me. And I love so that so many of you think that that speaks to you because that means we have something huge in common and it makes me feel a kind of camaraderie and community that I hadn't in my life up to now. Um, it, it genuinely means the world to me. In fact, I'm going to stop talking about it because I can feel that it's it's kind of hitting me in the emotions right now. Um, but uh, uh, you did the work. You did the work. I, I, I'm glad to have been a part of it, but uh, take credit for what you did because it's, 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 it's a big deal and you're a big deal for doing it. Um, my question is, um, do you ever still have uh, irrational fears stemming from your religious indoctrination? Mm. I deal with a lot of them, especially like fears of hell. Um, just wondering right. if you've dealt with any of that or the uh, emotional abuse of indoctrination. Um, I'm 30 and I still deal with that. So if you could touch on that, it would really help. Thank you. Oh, my name is Nikki. If that matters, uh, thanks. It does matter, Nikki. Uh, no, it, if people don't leave their name, I, it, I'm happy either way. Uh, uh, so I made a video about this, about how I got through it, uh, about how I got over... Uh, religious guilt and it I think it's called how to get over religious guilt I definitely recommend checking it out because it was a process for me however I will tell you that uh, uh, it naturally goes away with time but new things will come up where it was things that you forgot you were indoctrinated against and you'll have to realize that your natural instinct is to um, that your natural the net what you think is your natural instinct is indoctrination and this is something i carried well into adulthood i, I want everyone to keep in mind that publicly i still identified as cishet when i started this channel um uh, i came out a couple months after so this is less than i started this channel in february of last year a lot of that is because while I was not straight, and there were definitely several instances from my young teenage years till um, till I came out that indicated that to me, that indoctrination still led to suppression. And I went with the convenience of being with a being still a very sexual person and very adequately attracted to women, where I could basically sell myself a fake narrative that I was straight. Um, and and so then coming through that, uh, cutting through that really was a big deal for me. So yes, I, I do experience it, and it's kind of a you have to take it as you as you go, as you realize it's happening because you don't know what you don't know about yourself. Um, uh, yeah, it's it's um, it's tricky. It is tricky, but I do recommend for general things like things that you're having every day, check out that that video. It's it's too long to just do the whole thing now. It was like a 15 minute video, uh, but uh, how to get over religious guilt because uh, I'm proud of that one and uh, it worked for me and I've gotten some positive feedback from others uh, having shared it and it, um, yeah, it was really, really useful. Um, my question is, um, do you ever still have... That is the same one. My bad. I thought I was marking this off. Hi, my name is Casey. I just want to call in and say that I'm so glad for your channel, and I'm really grateful that you helped me to get out of Mormonism. And I'm just thank you so much. I love you. 
That's amazing. Uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm Mormons. The original point of this channel was two things. One, uh, answer questions atheists were getting all the time, and that became not the main <laughs> focus of the channel after that long. But then two was helping ex-Mormons like myself or Mormons who had questions like my, the, uh, like I had uh, to find their way out as well because it is a dangerous and, and destructive cult. Um, but remember always to give yourself credit for the work you did. All right, here is... Uh, it looks like we have a couple of lengthy questions in a row. I may, once we get to the question themselves, cut it off because uh, uh, for the sake of time. Hi, Mr. Atheist. This is one of your patrons, Clo Money. Um, I saw that Whoa. you were having people call in with any questions or comments. Uh, so I just wanted to ask about your opinion um, on maybe you or another YouTuber covering the topic of uh, geography and sociology with atheism or, you know, being a religious nun, um, looking at, you know, where those pockets of atheism in the country might be as opposed to where the more religious areas are. Um, and maybe if we do see those where those pockets are, maybe we can find, you know, uh, some reasons why those pockets exist in those places and what public policy and education and things like that are doing to, you know, shape some of those demographics across the country. So I'd be really interested to, you know, hear if you're interested in this or yeah. if you think it might be something you would want to cover in the future. We'll pause it there. Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, uh, so that's something that, um, uh, this idea about uh, why are there places that have more secular areas more easily and what are those demographics like and sociologically what's happening are the people happier are they better educated at things of this nature and yeah I, I think it's something I would definitely cover it's it's a lot of data to to go through and and pour and um, I uh, I think a lot of people have noticed about myself like I'm really reluctant to make for sure truth claims kinds of things like oh it, it would be hard for me to say something like secular people are better educated or on average have a higher IQ or have happier families or something like that. I, and, and none of those were claims I was making now. I tend to use more language of this data makes it seem likely that blah, blah, blah. Um, and so, I don't know. I feel like I might even make the content more boring by the way I'd be obsessive over that. But yes, it, it's actually something that I find fascinating and it's, it's a discussion that I've had a lot uh, with a lot of people about um, what causes this. Now, I have noticed with the rise of religious nun, and I want to say that Hemant Mehta, I think, wrote about this not too long ago. It is distressing to me how many people are trading in religion for spirituality, things like uh, uh, energies and, and law of attraction and uh, uh, astrology. They all seem to be bunk. Um, uh, psychics, all all this stuff. There, it, there's the level of debunking, and the funny thing is, is they, these are things that are actually easier to debunk than religion, which probably is why there's less resources. But the resources that do exist very, very thoroughly debunk these things. Um, so yeah, yep, yep. Did I mark that one off, or am I about to play the same one? So I just want to say thank you for your channel because uh, because of your channel. I have started to become more atheist as well and try to see things in a different light and just have a, a YouTube channel to watch that also sees that it's really crazy what some people think and uh, um, someone bigger who agrees with me on how awful Girl Defined is and just in general have just a great attitude with it and uh, I love how open-minded you are and I really appreciate it. Um, 
hard. <laughs> uh, I really appreciated your apology video and how you corrected yourself, and I think that's really great as a person. I just want to say thank you as a whole because you're just a great channel to watch. Thanks. Well, that was a very nice call, uh, and, and thank you very much for that. Um, I uh, uh, I will point out, by my definition of atheism, which I go with the colloquial one, which is the lack of a belief in God or gods, you can't really be more atheist. You, you pretty much either are or you aren't, so you can't really become more atheist. But I think I get what you mean. I think you mean that you have uh, uh, sort of found information that helped you kind of validate what you were feeling, what you were thinking, what you were believing. Uh, and uh, that's good. That's always, always good. As long as you're not going with the approach of here is my decision first. Now, what can I find more to support it? And let me ignore all of the, uh, uh, the nice thing about atheism is atheism as a, atheism as, as a conclusion to a question can become by completely honestly with, and more information doesn't so far more information hasn't remotely intimidated the position at least for me uh, and so that's something that I, I, I like to make sure I promote more, more, more information so far is not and you shouldn't be scared of of having and this is a, this is this is just what I'm thinking of in response to the call this was not um, their their question or anything but uh uh, we shouldn't be scared of it getting invalidated because we should be set up for a system of adequate proof. I'm not remotely scared to find out there is a God, but I'm not going to just take somebody's word for it, which is all religion is, is a series of taking other people's words for things. This, that monitor was bothering me too much. So we're doing without the in-ear monitor on the, on the right side today. Um, uh, uh, so, we, yeah, we never, ever have to be... We never, ever have to be scared of it being invalidated as long as we have decided a good standard where there are people who are terrified of their religion being disproved in a way they can't they can't answer for. Um, if God shows up tomorrow, I'll cease to be an atheist. Doesn't mean I'll, I'll begin worshiping a God, uh, but my atheism would, th that state would cease to exist. Hey, Jimmy. Um, I didn't, I didn't script this all the time. Okay, I'm not understanding anything there. Let me try putting the in-ear monitor back in and see if that helps. But that uh, that call is not. I understood Jimmy. A lot. Um, I grew up in Utah. I have a lot of family who's still there. So when I visit, your audio is clipping. So I'm very very sorry. We're gonna move on to the next call because I cannot. Uh, understand you. I really do feel bad, but uh, feel free to email me, whoever left that one, if you recognize it, uh, dear Mr. Atheist at Gmail, and I will try to look out for it. As most people know, I'm very, very behind on my emails. I just get so many. So I answer, I answer when I can, and I try to answer ones that seem urgent, uh, but even those sometimes get, they fall through the cracks. Um, let's see. Hi, here. my name is Chris, and I just spent a week with uh, family on vacation where all of my family is Christian and I was told while I was there that we don't have to worry about climate change because oh, the world won't end unless or until uh. God wants it to and I'm just wondering if you have any suggestions or advice on how to respond to people who think like that um, 
because I didn't know how to handle it aside from saying things along the line of, well, God put us here to take care of the earth. Um, so, yeah, if you have any suggestions, I think that would be very, very helpful because climate change is huge. And if people are thinking like that, then we're never going to get anywhere with them. And they're just going to continue using and using and using because they think that God put it there for them to use up. Yes. Anyway, okay. thank you. Okay. I have some thoughts here. Uh, uh, so, first of all, um, hopefully these are people you can be yourself uh, as not religious, or maybe you are religious, and so maybe you're, maybe you're looking for, but uh, if, the, if, it, if you can be yourself and not religious, this is where you want to, I would say, work with things like epistemology discussions, like street epistemology, if, if you watch um, Anthony Magna Bosco's videos on, on basically just making sure everybody really acknowledges that they might feel like they have a confident hunch, but it's not actually knowledge, it's belief, and they don't actually know these things, and that they are taking things on faith and things of that nature. Uh, but it sounds like the kind of route you were starting to go down is probably the one I would go down too, which is basically to, <laughs> to try and teach skepticism and doubt to these people, uh, unfortunately, starting at the basis of their belief and just saying, okay, if you genuinely believe that this is God's earth, that he made it for us, uh, but you also believe the same thing about your body, and they're th with a lot of these Christians that are that conservative, that believe that deeply, these are usually the kind of people who are like, you can't have piercings, you can't have tattoos. So we can't decorate our own body, but we can just abuse this ginormous gift God supposedly gave it. And when you say, like, this life is a test, why wouldn't one of God's tests be when it's available? when there is the possibility of treating his creation better to see if you would. Why is that not uh, uh, a thing? And, and so I think that's where I would go. I think that's where I would go with them. Um, maybe also a line of questioning to really ask them if they truly want the world to end because <laughs> it will if we keep going down the way we've been going. Uh, uh, and so to really see if if that's how they really feel or if they're just being nonchalant about it because of convenience and laziness and it's easier to not address it by making up shitty excuses and then they're the ones that look ridiculous when everything goes bad and they want everyone else to take care of them. Hi, Mr. Atheist or Jimmy or whatever you want me to call you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm a really big fan. I've been a fan of yours for a few months now. I've been following Telltale for a while, and then I found you, and I think you both are amazing YouTubers. Um, sorry, I'll cut short. My question for you is, what inspired you to make your YouTube channel? And is there any way I could possibly make one familiar? I love the things that you do and what you speak out about, and I would love to do my part, too, in speaking out about it. So uh, if you could answer that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, as far as what inspired me to create my YouTube channel, the funny thing is, is I think I've given this answer a few different times and I've, I think I've given different answers and I promise I wasn't trying to lie or anything. Uh, but I think every time I get asked this question, I try to think back and I will ping a different memory uh, each time. One thing I know is that the video by Josh Feuerstein, where he quote unquote debunks evolution in three minutes, I made a response video to that several times over the years. And they're all deleted now, but uh, I had attempted anyway to make a video response to that several times. Um, uh, it, it was just so infuriatingly bad. And um, so I think a lot of it was I've always kind of enjoyed a bit of performance. I definitely enjoy having a captive audience. I won't pretend I don't. Uh, I like being heard. I like being challenged even. And... Um, I think at a certain point I was just like, I want to add my voice to this because while a lot of people speak in ways and have contributed to the way I, uh, uh, or, or the information I have, um, there wasn't a person out there speaking perfectly to me. And so I just thought if that's true, that means the way I think and assess things is different than, um, a good number of people anyway. Uh, and so I want to go and speak to people the way that I, I'm spoken to and find out if that's true, if there are other people. And that's seems to have worked out. Um, also, the atheist YouTube community in the last couple of years has gotten a lot better and gotten a lot more inclusive. But there are a number of individuals Unfortunately, if you used to, when you used to say atheist YouTuber, and for a lot of people it's still the case, when you used to say atheist YouTuber, it was not a positive picture you had in your head. And, and the amount of diversity and resources, diversity of resources, not just like literal diversity, but diversity of resources and types of presenters was lacking. Um, and so um, there was a hole. And... I decided to take a shot at filling it. I found out there were some others who had come before and were already really, really great creators and they have become uh, some of my greatest friends. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that would be it. Sorry if that's, uh, uh, I might've gone on a little too long and bored some people here, but we'll move on to the next one. Hey, uh, my name's Ron and uh, I'm making a video about the school to prison pipeline. And one of the more interesting things I found in the process of researching for that video is that one of the reasons that uh, the test scores for people in the U.S. are so low, for children in the U.S. are so low, is because Christian fundamentalists are interfering with science education specifically, which is also interfering with education in mathematics and all kinds of other things, reading comprehension. That's not something that I know how to solve. That's not something I have an idea for solving. Do you maybe have an idea for what we can do to fix that? I know that Aaron Ross hmm. talks about that quite a bit, or he used to talk about it quite a bit. I don't know. That's just a thing that I figured I'd ask. Okay, so uh, I have some ideas, <laughs> but yes, uh, uh, but as you talked about the school to prison pipeline, but in general, uh, uh, our test scores being so low because we are being interfered with at some of the most basic level of, and it doesn't just in, interfere with just science, and that it does do a ton of that, and that's tragic, but also literally the 
we're not actually teaching children how to assess things, how to be skeptical, how to gather information. We're teaching them how to regurgitate mostly, uh, or and in some cases how to organize certain thoughts and and things of that nature. But um, I, so yeah, as far as what I would recommend to fix that on the individual level, I don't know yet what could be done on the bigger level, nor do I think I have the power to to make our country change. But uh, one thing that I, I do know is that local positions on school boards and in local governments are way, way more important than people realize. And they're... <laughs> Their seats, it's not like a presidential election. It's not like a federal election. Many of them are seats that are completely vacant, no one's running for, or have been totally unchallenged. And just by by the luck of having a new name in there, you, you have the potential to win. Now, I'm not saying all of them are going to be that easy, but school boards, city councils, uh, and even things like, um, uh, not better business bureaus, th those things that like, the, the like local business councils and things of that nature. All of these things are really important things to be a part of uh, because it is school boards and and local governments and even state governments. All of these are where things are happening, where they are trying to ban use of certain words and use of types of curriculum. Uh, and and yeah, we we as a country, though, need to be encouraging a more diverse type of of education because right now it, it's so 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 limited uh and kind of it's kind of bullshit uh uh the kinds of things we teach people um the, it, it's it's I, I think a bunch of people think i'm silly for suggesting this but uh there's a song by boy in a band is is what the guy is called um called don't stay in school and he just goes over thing after thing that he learned in school. Like I learned that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, but I didn't learn how to pay taxes. I didn't learn how to vote. I didn't, it was, the, I didn't learn what laws there are. <laughs> he's, he's very British. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, we don't, we don't teach lots that is practical. Um, and part, a lot of that is, I think why we are falling behind the rest of the world. Hi, my name is Allison, and I just want to say I really love your channel. It's super entertaining. And well, that's nice. I just want to say that you know, Very your videos have really inspired me to take into question my own faith. And because I'm the only one in my family who doesn't identify as a Christian, uh, everyone been there. Of, sorry, uh, identify myself as a Wiccan, but now I've started to even you know, question that. Um, I get in trouble quite a lot for watching your videos, not going to lie, because oh. you know, my family doesn't exactly agree with some of the things that you say, but you make very valid points and very valid arguments that I really respect, so uh, thank you for the massive amount of entertainment that you have given me. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so first bit of advice, if people are getting in trouble for watching my content with their family, 
Get sneakier. <laughs> I mean, don't watch. No, I don't. Get sneakier. Um, uh, but no, that's all really nice. And I'm glad that you in general are learning to question everything because there certainly can be a sort of like, no, I just don't want to be what was picked for me. For Unfortunately, it's kind of a cliche I'm speaking to, but the idea of rebellion. And I'm glad that I'm glad that some people trade their religion for something else. And so it's good to question everything. Now, it can be douchey to question certain things in certain ways. Uh, and and especially when you're uh, there are things like where people demand another person justify their identity to them when it's like you could have spent time on Google learning about this stuff you don't you don't have to wait until a person that you can't conceptualize their experience because it's so different from yours is in front of you and then attack them with a line of questions and then dismiss their identity as plausible if they can't answer every question to your satisfaction um, uh, that's that's one way to be a shitty person. <laughs> so don't do that. <clears throat> Hi, Jimmy. This is Selena from Wisconsin. And my question to you is, do you think deism can be used as a reasoning tool to help deconvert theists? Kind of like meeting them halfway. Uh, and that's it. I love your show. And thank you. I think your question is extremely well-meaning. I don't take offense to your question, but I think it is mis I think it's a misguided technique. Um, I have I could be naive, but I have more confidence in humanity, and I don't think that people need uh, you to soften the truth or give them half of the truth, or even in that case, I guess it'd be more than half. I don't think you need to give them an out, and I think it actually can be crippling to your own argument if you're saying like, no, 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 I do see that there's this level of reasonability. And keep in mind, people like William Lane Craig. People like Ray Comfort, people like Kent Hovind, people like uh, um, <laughs> douchey white male apologetics, <laughs> apologists. No, you got Dinesh D'Souza also. Uh, uh, but people like Girl Defined, people, they will often use arguments that if you gave it to them, only would get you as far as deism. And that's, they think that's a victory, that they can go from there and take you across the finish line. So I guess my discomfort with it is if they are that excited for you to accept deism and they think that is all they need to get you to Christianity, I wouldn't want to be the same on the atheist side. Like, oh, I'd just feel better if everybody was deistic. I'd feel better if everybody had beliefs for good reasons. And I think it actually can be kind of intellectually condescending to be like, I understand that I can't get you all the way here, so let me pitch deism for you. So I think, I I I I think that's a misguided um, attempt. I, I I don't think that's something you should do. Personally, anybody in the comments who wants to share their thoughts and tell me why I'm so wrong, go for it. Uh, hi, Mister Atheist. My name is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. And I just wanted to know your opinion on Jack Mormons. <laughs> you know, the Mormons that don't go to church, they don't live by the rules, but they'll still defend it anyway. Um, I just would like to know your thoughts on that and how to deal with it. Anyway, thank you. Bye. So Jack Mormons can be extremely, extremely frustrating because, uh, like you said, they're not living it. So they don't take the threats of the religion, the cult, very seriously. And they luckily live somewhere privileged enough to be able to live outside. Uh, but obviously, the social pressure is still causing them to defend it. And 
so here's the bad and the good. One, they're still defending it, and they can be very difficult to argue with because they've had to do so much rationalization in their own mind that um, uh, for why they are living such a cognitively dissonant life, if that's the proper grammar of that sentence. I ruined it by saying if that's the proper... Okay, anyway. Um, uh, but... Being a Jack Mormon is also an important step for a lot of people on their way out of Mormonism. I became sexually active at 15, uh, and that made me a Jack Mormon, technically, uh, though I felt an incredible amount of guilt for it and all that, though that that's also consistent with Jack Mormonism. Uh, being a Jack Mormon is... Um, being a Jack Mormon for me was an important step on my way out. So I'm glad it happened to me, but uh, yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> just pick a side, yo. It, it can be super frustrating. Hi, Jimmy, I love your show. I was just wondering if you think that non-Mormons or Nevermos can get a fair trial if they're charged with a crime out in Utah where basically all Ooh. the prosecutors, judges, and even defense attorneys are Mormon. Thanks. Bye. No, I do not. <laughs> no, I do not think it is likely that... Okay. Here's theoretically how it could be. This is actually something surprisingly I have thought a lot about. Utah is a theocratic state, and if you are a part of the out group, you're fucked. You're frotched. If you're a part of the out, you don't want to be a part of the out group uh, <laughs> as a Mormon. Now, there are in a lot of areas, places like Salt Lake City uh, is now only, I think, one third Mormon and is a very liberal area. Uh, you can find you can find non-Mormon everything when it might be OK, when you might succeed is if your attorney is a respected Mormon. If the perception then is attorney versus attorney and not the Mormon attorney versus the non-believer, the, the not the never mow you, you have a shot. But in general, you if you are an exmo or a never mo uh, uh, or somebody who's known to uh, be a little stinker, yeah, I don't think you have a good shot. And and then there's also the fact that things are in are going to be enforced on an unreasonable standard. So consider even just none of the none of the in-group versus out-group, consider like a charge of possession of marijuana and the way adult Mormons, if they are your judge or lawyer, perceive that as basically next to heroin. Um, so no, I don't think I, I don't think it's likely. I think more often than not. I'm I hope I wonder if anybody's even counting all the number of burps. This is the bubbliest water. I really I really do enjoy. I really enjoy carbonated water. Uh, we'll do a couple more here and then we will finish the night out with super chats. To whoever called from the 520 region, um, thank you very much. I will listen to your voicemail later. But you far exceeded what would be a reasonable time limit. Also, I've got one from 602 that kind of went a little too long. I want to get in some of these shorter ones before we move on to responding to Super Chats. A reminder to people who like to leave at the Super Chat moment, uh, some of the some of the uh, topics that come up via Super Chat can be more entertaining and fun to discuss than uh, uh, during the main show. But anyway, let's, let's do a few more here. What's up? This is Mary from Seattle. I just want to say... I love you so much. You inspire me. And that's it. All right, bye. Look. 
just going to go into my turtle shell here. Um, I uh, thank you. That's very, very sweet of you. Um, as many people who have loved me in the past would tell you, though, it's good you don't know me in real life. <laughs> uh -huh. Hi, Mr. Atheist. So I've been an atheist most of my life. And one of the things that I found most difficult is grappling with the fear of death. I used to comfort myself by thinking, okay, well, I won't care once I'm dead, but that doesn't work very well anymore. I wonder, I would like to know how, how you deal with it. Thank you. Bye. All right. Let's get inspirational. Let's get some like music in the back. My current goal is to do so much that when it comes time to die, I'm happy with the life I lived. Uh, and I think that is the best thing a person can do. I can't say that all of the angst about dying goes away. I will tell you with my health stuff, which again, I don't go into much detail with, but I put a tremendous amount of work over my life to not die. Um, and and I, you can't accept, as far as I can tell, you can't accept to the level of dying, uh, 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 of, of being okay dying at any time like if you found out you were sick or something that you just like all right it's been it's been real bye everybody uh you still fight so i'm not saying don't fight for life but if you are in the position where you have to consider your mortality and you get to see death coming as opposed to it being random uh, uh or un unforeseen because then at that point really the best answer is if i don't know it's coming if, it, if it's literally about to happen i'm gonna get hit in an, by an asteroid in the next five seconds that I don't worry about because then I do find the comfort in I won't care because I'll be dead but uh, uh, putting making sure the life that you are putting behind is something that that you are happy about, that you feel good about. Uh, but then once you get old, some of it I'm just trusting to take care of itself because I know plenty of old atheists who, when they get real old and their body starts to like not be so fun to work with and stuff, the common sentiment seems to just be like, look, at a certain point, it's like being extremely tired and, and you might still have more to do, more to do, more to do, and at a certain point you just go, and now I'm done. I've gotten enough done. It's time to go to bed. Um, so, so the good news is, before you die, if you die of old age, you'll wish to be dead. <laughs> Sorry, that's a joke. But take all the, the all the like meaningful stuff I just said and, and think about that, and not the shitty way I ended it. <laughs> um, a few more here, Mr. Atheist. If medical immortality became viable in the next mm -hmm. century, would you partake in the idea of living forever? So that's a really, really good question and a funny follow-up to the to the past one. Yes, I, I think I would. Now, living forever, I'm not sure of, but living significantly longer, uh, let's say that everybody here is guaranteed a century, uh, and I'm, I don't feel such level of confidence for me, not just for health reasons, but also like uh, poor life choices. But, um, uh, you know, I'm pretty clean and straight edge now, so we'll see. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, it's... I could see myself wanting to live a lot longer, but the concept of forever, probably not. Now, forever might be impossible anyway. We don't know, it doesn't, we don't know of any way we could escape our universe and our universe will die. 
and there's no way for us to survive that. At a certain point, the stars will have all spread so far away from each other that you can't see any other star, um, uh, and and the last proton will decay. Uh, there will be there is a limit to the resources, and and uh, eventually there will be no the universe will be nothing. Um, so, uh, yeah, at that point, or virtually nothing, you would die. Maybe you can hop universes. I don't know. I don't even know how we would figure that out. But uh, I would want to live a lot longer. And not just a lot longer. The nice thing about medical, excuse me, medical immortality or the steps toward it is living healthier. Uh, is <laughs> I'm looking forward to the day where they're like, look, you got a robot colon anyway. You got a robot stomach anyway. Eat whatever you want. It'll throw away anything it doesn't need. It'll take out the nice nutrients and you're good to go. And if you're not getting enough of each nutrient, just plug in when you go to bed and we'll get you all the potassium and whatever else you need. This is obviously like a, a narrative, a, a false, a fiction story, like a projection of how things could be one day. But um, I'm mostly excited for living better and hopefully longer, but uh, then I am more considering I immortality. Hey, Mr. Atheist. I just got to say first off, thank you so much for making me an atheist. Um, can't thank you enough for that and all the work you do. I was just wondering if you could have any job in the world beyond being Mr. Atheist and get paid for it, what would it be? Thanks. Ooh. First of all, I didn't make you an atheist. You made yourself an atheist, but I'm super, super glad I could be a part of that journey. I've already said that a few times now. What would I be if I couldn't be this? Um, I want to get into politics one day, so I guess it would probably be something like that. I don't want to be president, and I think a lot of people don't believe that. I am uncomfortable with the level of, of uh, exposure I have now um, and the fact that some people perceive me as uh, a leader of any kind. Um, I never want to be, I want to be able to affect meaningful change. I don't want to be the face of a country. I don't want to be the head of, I won't say the head of anything because I can perceive myself running for like mayor, maybe governor of a state. That's kind of riffy. Uh, but I would see myself as more like a part of a collective leadership position. So if I could, if I could pick, I would say probably like this, I, I'd be the Senator from Colorado. That said, I also am very passionate about, um, uh, biology in a lot of ways. So a Marine biologist, I would enjoy. I also like entomology. Um, yeah. Playing with, fish or more whales but playing with fish or spiders that's what i'd like to do hey jimmy do you know that harnessing the power of the internet for the forces of good makes you a hero fly on pumpkin man <laughs> very uncomfortable <laughs> uh i would never call myself that and i'm uncomfortable with anybody calling me that especially because uh i didn't i packaged i made a video the work was done by a lot more people than me i didn't even send the facts i'm just kidding i sent the facts <laughs> that would be so oh my god <laughs> hi jimmy uh just wondering do you like snakes the animal kind not the other kind what is the other kind? Oh, 
I think I get it. Uh, yes to both. Um, love snakes. Uh, I used to have a ball python named Guinevere. Uh, she died. But I love snakes very much. I, I just like critters. I like spiders. I love spiders. Uh, I love I love snakes. I love uh, everybody. When we're done here, um, Google what a vinegar rune is. It will give you nightmares, especially if you get close ups to the face. As far as what these things look like, uh, I've wanted to find one. My dad told me about them when I was a kid, and I've wanted to find one forever. Uh, I've I've I want to find a wild one. I've actually seen one. Um, that a friend owned, but uh, vinegar runes are really, really cool. I actually, so also, um, uh, I really like Coyote Pearson's series where he lets bugs sting him and stuff. Uh, that's something I'm actually kind of fascinated by. And I don't know if I'd work my way all the way up, but I kind of do want to experience like some of the more painful stings in the animal kingdom. Um, also, uh, uh, not just like, so the hard part is with bees, as long as you're with hornets, rather uh, hornets and wasps and such, as long as you're not um, allergic, you can do a lot of the severe ones safely if you're just doing one. But there are things where it's like, I kind of want to try like getting stung by certain kinds of scorpions, getting bit by certain kinds of spiders, things of that nature. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm this way, but I do. And so one thing I want to do is get stung by a vinegar rune. It's called a whipso scorpion. It's uh, the word vinegar and then O-O-N. Um, and supposedly when you get whipped by its tail uh the venom causes you to taste vinegar in your mouth which i know a lot of people think i would hate because i hate pickles but it's still an experience i i want to try um let's see so you look like jesus yeah we call you uh the pumpkin the pumpkin king and the jesus pumpkin. is known as the pumpkin the king of kings so should we call you the pump king of kings? Yes. Yes, you should. Hey, so I recently told my parents I'm an atheist, and we spent a long time debating, and now they're trying harder than ever to convert me. Um, I'm wondering if you have any advice on this, because I'm still living with them, and I have to deal with them every day. So, thank you. So... I'm going to make some assumptions about your your situation in your life, and so I hope that they are accurate. But a lot of times when people are in this situation, they're in this situation with people who don't have much regard for what you actually believe. They won't actually dive deep. The only time they gather any information from you is when they're yelling or when you're arguing or when things are very intense. Uh, a statement that I have found to be very useful with like ex-Mormons, uh, this is a sentence that I've recommended to people time and time again because it has been so useful. But so for if, if, if a Mormon was in front of me right now trying to proselytize to me as though I don't know, um, I would say the way my version of the sentence would go, hey, you don't look like you're very much interested in what I have to say here or why I believe what I believe. But I spent a good 20 years getting to know your side but you won't spend a few minutes letting me explain to you my stuff and letting me answer some questions letting me get it you won't try and hear mine out uh and it usually guilts people it's pretty good pretty good such a sets it on an unfair standard we'll do one more here before we uh switch off to super chats yeah i was just wondering where the newspaper boy was and some big wasps, and they got some good news. Bonnie, you're never going to come back. Where are you? 
Okay. Maybe we'll try one more. <laughs> Where's the paper boy? I very much wonder if that is genetically modified skeptic. Hi, Mr. Atheist. I'm a really big fan. I just want to say that you're an absolute inspiration and that you're one of my favorite creators on YouTube. Thank you. Have a nice oh, day. That's very kind. Let's find a question. Very, very nice of you. It's weird being anybody's this favorite kind YouTuber. Of a weird question, but do you think that AI could be considered at the same level of humanity? Uh, I think so. I think the question is, if I understand the question right, it's basically trying to ask, do I think AI could become so sufficiently advanced that we basically have to can extend to them rights and be considerate the way we are of humans? Uh, and the first answer is yes, because I don't think our brains are so advanced it could never basically be recreated as a machine. But also, I think that AI will tremendously be parts of us in the future. So uh, they've talked about like uh, the amount of time it takes for you to make a witty comeback is a thing that is done in your brain. And that process could actually be sent off to be done over the cloud. And you could do the processing more quickly to get to that information more quickly uh, uh, if you had like a, a neural link, this kind of stuff Elon Musk is doing. Um, so the biggest thing is, yes, I think AI could and probably that, that situation won't come up, but AI, I think we are largely going to be integrated with AI. So a big part of it is that AI, AI is going to be us in the future. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I have there. So like I said, we're going to jump over to Super Chats. I know people are going to leave at this time. There's still interesting things to come, still interesting questions to answer, but I know that this is the internet and this is how things go. Uh, uh, a little reminder, everybody, also, before we uh, jump into these, um, if you want that Pride merch, the uh, Pride merch is going away. Uh, it'll The store will stay open a couple days after uh, August 1st, like probably till the 3rd or so, but there will actually be on first. It's part of all these new things that are coming out. So here's a little hint to the surprises. Uh, but uh, August 1st, there will be a new store with different stuff in it. Uh, the Pride merch will, I'm sure, make a reappearance next year. But uh, if you want that Pride stuff, the Pumpkin Posse shirt or the pansexual uh, Pride shirt, the, the It's Not About Cookware shirt, um, that is a limited time. So links to that can be found below. Uh, and if you're watching on or if you're listening on on Apple or Google Play, iTunes, uh, or whatever else, uh, the links can be found over on YouTube under any video. I don't know how well it would work putting them in the descriptions there. All right. Super chats. First one is from Lucy Fur and says, because I can and want to. And I hit refresh and lost the next one. Don't forget, people, if you want any other additional questions or uh, comments you want to make and have them read out on the air, you can send a super chat now before the end of the show and it will get read out on air, even if it's like, Jimmy, say that you love so-and-so or something. I don't know. <laughs> Lucy Fur, because you are an amazing human. Well, thank you, Lucy. Lucy is uh, my head mod. She takes care of so much on the channel and takes care of me and keeps me safe. Um, and uh, and Lucy, I think you're an amazing human too. Sebastian Karvish, Karch, Karchevsky, thank you for yours. I think you only sent it, so I would 
fumble over your name. Terry Shaw, thank you twice. Spoons Down, thank you for your heart. Sarah Felix, how are you enjoying the storm? I got to see a good amount of this storm we were having uh, this afternoon, but I've been mostly in my studio all day. I had to run home earlier, which is why I saw it, but I've been mostly in my studio all day, which is in in a basement and so uh, of a of an office building. And uh, it's pretty well sound isolated, so only really loud um, thunder claps make it through. So I haven't had uh, I haven't had that much exposure to it. Halo Reach two 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 says I apparently have a free super chat, so take it. Yes, if you have YouTube Premium, you get two dollars worth of super chat for free each month, uh, or. Maybe it's two euro, and I don't, I don't know what it is everywhere else. Pagan Phoenix, thank you. Ruben Ribnick, Jimmy, you've inspired me. Thank you. You've inspired me, too. Uh, but I, I hope I didn't inspire you to do it. Oh, somebody asked on the video call or the phone call earlier, I just realized that they also asked what they can do about if you, I, I, I recommend everybody, if, if you feel like you want to start your own channel, start your own channel, do social media stuff, but also look for local groups. Go to Meetup type in secular or atheist and see and see what's there because you'll undoubtedly find people whose activism uh, uh, or who are activists at those kinds of meetings and stuff and you'll find other ways. Um, let's see. Cartoon Contrarian. I got an ad for PragerU on you, Telltale, and Cirrus's channel, which means they are probably targeting uh certain keywords like atheist stargazing duckling thank you ericamian another creator i follow has started using the word demonetize as a euphemism substituting it for any word he thinks might lead to demonetization this demonetizing mother demonetizer yeah i like that i might start doing a little bit of that though i do love frotching julia lavoice love you pumpkin king love you right back juju new yay for membership i'm glad to be able to support again Woo -woo. love those new badges and they upgrade with time. So you get a badge at uh, when you first join as a member, then you get a new badge at uh, one month, then two months, then six months, then one year and two years. And I think the final one is a, like a pumpkin vampire king. No one but Troy, thank you. Nurse Jess, I really appreciate all you do. I've learned so much and it has educated me a lot with my daughter who is part of GRSM community. Keep up the good work. That is amazing to hear. And the fact of the matter is, is that uh, besides hitting LGBTQA or GRSM people um, with information and stuff because we have a lot to commiserate over uh, uh, hearing that that it's also getting to parents of of GRSM uh, kids is amazing because that is some of the places it's needed most. Cynthia Love, just paid all my bills. You get the rest. Thank you, Cynthia. I hope you also like got groceries and stuff, but thank you. Milan Miller, you are doing great things. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Milan. Walt707, your channel has helped me understand my ex-Mormon girlfriend. Um, yeah, we are. They, they're, it's, it's also fun to commiserate with other ex-Mormons because we all have some similar issues, it seems like. Nervardia, previously Godless Strayan. This is to help toward the demonetization. Love you, Jimmy. You're amazing. Let me go look and see if this one's already been demonetized. Undoubtedly it has, but they might wait until the stream is over to demonetize it because they do that as well. But let's go uh, Let's go have a little look-see. We'll pull up the old Creator Studio. Click the videos button. Button, button, button. Yep, I do. I do know. I do know that it stands out, and I like to say it. It's my kink. Uh, well, this is 
freezing or something. Thank you, YouTube Studio Beta. Beta. <laughs> Sound like an incel. Uh, let's read the next ones in the meantime. <clears throat> Jen's Little Corner. Love you, Jimmy. Please do a Things I Love video. I could see doing such a thing. Kiki, Heidi, Beryl, and Clark. Thank you all. Adrian Griley. Your videos ground me when I'm anxious, so thank you. Adrian, you're welcome. And Adrian, you're grounded. Get it? <laughs> uh, hi, Hungry. I'm Dad. <clears throat> That's a solid joke. I'm kidding. Am I? I'm just sad. Uh, not really. Little Wolf, thank you. Steve McCarracher? McCarracher? Apologists can't take it past deism, though. That's true. But they think they can. And, and they... And I... Think it must work for them where if they give you if they get somebody to that level of concession, people start to give up points that they might not have otherwise. Um, but uh, I, I, I get I like I said, I think it's well intentioned, but I think better of people than than sugarcoating, basically, than trying to like, I'm not saying you have to get them there all at once. Like everyone you ever know who's dead is just dead forever. I'm not saying that, but, um, uh, but everyone you ever knew is dead forever. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a weird mood today. <laughs> Lindsay Lee. Thank you. Ranger truth. I announced my pregnancy after previous miscarriage and got a number of children are God's blessing comments. Is it fair to me to be grossed out? Yes. Yes, it is. And, you almost should be grossed out. So it doesn't look like they've demonetized it yet, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, as, uh, give it a couple minutes after this thing has gone off. And so the way demonetization works, it's not that if you still see ads after uh, a video is demonetized, it means that YouTube thinks you're just a degenerate <laughs> because it's technically extremely reduced and it's a bunch of advertisers now won't hit those videos. So basically it's not technically completely demonetized, but it makes a video not, I'm not saying it's not worth making because all my videos are worth making if they help people. And I genuinely feel that way. However, I've committed my entire life to this and I do have to pay bills. So uh, uh, it, it will take a video down to where you make a couple dollars over its lifetime. Um, Emery, which can already happen when just a lot of people don't watch your video. <laughs> um, Emery says, I just took a chronic fatigue nap, so sorry I missed. No worries at all. That is something. I, I don't have chronic fatigue, but I have other medical issues, and, and sometimes you have to take a nap. Sometimes you have to go get some more spoons. Spit and coffee. I just want to say you're a real swell guy. Apparently, I'm a ye old Western cowboy tonight. So anyway, yeehaw, spose. Hi-ho, pumpkin away. <clears throat> I love that. Tudent River 45. I'm a female truck driver, and I see many religious billboards on the road. If you could put up any atheist message on a billboard, what would you write? Oof. What would I write? Um... All right, so I'm going to give you a, a preview of a thing I thought up. Uh, it was like a sentence that it had meaning to me, and I'm actually, this will be going on new merch, and so I wanted it to be a surprise, but I won't. Uh, I won't do it. But it would probably be a website to some kind of resource that teaches skepticism. It, that address would be there with the quote, I know what I doubt, and I doubt what I know. That quote is meaningful to me, and I can't find that anyone else has famously said it. Uh, so, 
I'm taking credit. I am Oddity. Thank you, Vandy. Hi. Hello, Vandy. I love, uh, uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if Vandy will feel like I'm ruining this, but Vandy on every video somewhere in the comments will just be him saying hi. He's often the first person to say hi in the live chats. I don't know why it, it makes me giggle, but and so sometimes I'll be scrolling through comments and just reading them, and his won't have come in like the first hour or two, so it'll just show up in a random spot. It always makes me giggle. Frosty the Bard, hey, just wanted to say that I really enjoy your videos as I give as it gives me another perspective. I personally practice Wicca and wanted to know your opinion on it. So I don't believe in Wicca, um, but I love a lot of Wiccan people. I love a lot of pagan people uh, uh, also, um, but I don't believe in it. Uh, I now I understand there are atheistic ways to one of my mods is an atheist and a and a witch. So I guess I don't know that they're an atheist and a Wiccan, but um, uh, yeah, there's. Um, I I don't believe in anything supernatural. Sarah Gardner, my girlfriend is a Christian who is gay. She believes in God slash the devil. She also believes in evolution. I love her dearly, but should I be cautious? Um, I don't think that a person having a belief is a for sure ender. It's whether or not they respect yours or it seems like they kind of condescend when they're talking about you or talking to you or, or anything of that nature. You have to know um, that you can talk and you can talk those things through. Now that said, I've never made it work with a religious person, but I'm also single, which means I've never make, made it work with an atheist either. <laughs> so, um, uh, but I don't think it's an end all. Uh, you just have to make sure you understand. Communication is key. You gotta figure that out. I know how to be in a great relationship in theory, but I've never met a person who was good for the other half. <laughs> Fantastic fan. Woo! Free super chat. Thank you. Lucy Firth. Lucy writes, Lucy is the best. But you know who also says that? Me. Because Lucy is the best. Um, Matthew Cooper, will you be a head of lettuce? I don't know what that means, but sure. Oh, like, uh, because I said I don't want to be the head of anything. Yeah, I'll be a head of lettuce. Uh, Catherine Nideas finally made it to a Saturday stream again, though really late. Just wanted to say, been so happy with all the new activism that's been happening. Well, thank you very much. I very much appreciate that. Um, oh, and that was one of two. So finished with hope. Once I start college, I can continue to be active as my financial situation and life changes. But so much love and and being and been loving the discord the discord is amazing and lucy is going to be so mad at me for just saying that because now she's gonna be like good now i've got to deal with another surge of new people to the discord tonight but love you lucy progressive liberal thank you for inspiring so many of us you rock thank you uh, honestly you all <laughs> i'm gonna do the i don't know if the kids were teaching me or if i was teaching the kids or if they were teaching me but that does happen me again what's your opinion on the older atheist youtubers like hugo and jake and tj hugo and jake i think are wonderful uh they are actually on my channel before it got big uh and i that was amazing um i kind of wish we talked more but we don't uh tj is not somebody very much like me <laughs> um tj is funny he's a funny guy he's well spoken on a lot of issues but i'd say him and i have some dramatic differences of opinion on on certain things um and i would uh i don't know i we just have we we have some some 
I'm positive we could hang out and get lunch or get dinner and enjoy each other's company. Uh, at a certain point, though, we'd, I'm, I'm sure I would annoy him before he annoyed me because I'd want to bring up all the things that we disagree on. <clears throat> but um, uh, Hugo and Jake, uh, I, I wildly enjoy because I think they stick up for communities that, that really need to be stuck up for. That's not to try and say TJ doesn't stick up for people. He certainly does. And TJ has been an important part of a lot of people's journey out. Um, uh, but I'm not... I don't want to attack TJ. This is why I've been like trying to like dance around this whole thing. So let me back away and talk about something that I would say TJ is a part of. I don't think that atheism needed to be painted on YouTube as an anti-SJW hub. I don't think social justice warriors are in the top 50 biggest problems facing the world, let alone atheists. And I think that largely it became a big wave, a big exciting wave to people because it got views, which I, I, I hope if I had been around at that time, no, if I had been around at that time, at the time I, I was very much deep down that anti-SJW hole, so I would have done the exact same thing. But I, I like to think better of myself that that would happen now if it seemed like that would turn me into a million subscriber channel overnight if I just embraced anti-SJW stuff. Uh, uh, I, I like to think better of myself that I wouldn't do that, <laughs> that I wouldn't become an anti-SJW. Um, I, I think that they actually did... Uh, I think the anti-SJW atheist YouTubers, and not all of their content was this. So this is why I don't want to attack a person as an individual. This is why I don't want to say, oh, TJ's an anti-SJW, everything's terrible. Because TJ helps a lot of people in a lot of ways. But there are certain views of his that I, f I find to be damaging to specific people. And then uh, uh, anti-SJW, the concept of being an anti-SJW in general, I just think is silly. Um, and so that's the kind of stuff that that really bugs me. Now watch me show up in a TJ response video this week or something. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, I really don't. I really don't hate him. I just there are certain things that we really disagree on. Um, Alyssa, here's a little something to let your hair down. By the way, it's Alisa again. Oh, hi, Alisa. Uh, Tastic fan. My mom just had a life-threatening brain bleed. She's doing fine now. Should I bother when she tries saying that was God's way of preventing us going on vacation the following day or let it go? <laughs> let it go for now. Let her get better. A brain bleed is serious. So let her get better. Then maybe have a discussion. And then, you know, if there's an appropriate place for it, have have that discussion um let's see here uh Catherine Diaz is back. Hope once I start college I can continue to be active as my financial situation and life changes but so much love and been loving the discord um oh yeah I already read that one uh, I also hope you can hang out but I totally understand I understand life happens and that you might not be able to be around as much. Mabity Babity, my absolute buddy and friend and and just just one of the coolest people. I'm proud to be a degenerate degenerate watcher of your vids. I'm proud to be your friend. Jason Thompson says Clarkston, Washington. Cool, cool. 
Catherine, I don't know what that means. Catherine Ideas, quick question. Preferred D&D race and class. Mine's half-elf and bard. Also, just to make sure, do you get more of a cut from Patreon or YouTube members? Um, Patreon doesn't take much at all. It's like a 1% processing fee, and then you have your PayPal bits taken out. So, actually... I did the math on everything because there is more than the 1% processing fee. By the end of it all, all of the Patreon contributions, once you take out everything, including PayPal processing, whatever the total amount is, uh, I think like 9 to 10% ends up not making it to me. With YouTube, they take 30%. Um, and I have no way to verify also. I can't actually, they don't send me a like a listed transaction of uh, of of that I actually got like the right conversion rates that I got all of the super chats and stuff they could for all I know they could be taking half of them and I would never know Lindsay Lee Jimmy Snow is my daddy Lindsay thank you so much and you've been so so generous email me or something Lindsay at uh, dear Mr. Atheist at gmail uh, as well as like uh, other people who do like I, don't, I feel bad like just but some people like give recurring um uh, uh, donations and, and they're more generous so email me and, and I'll throw you like a link to the next time we do a um, uh, uh, with my patrons and the top tier of the members on YouTube uh, we do a group chat um, top tier patrons and top tier members and so uh, Lindsay and anybody else who who um, <laughs> is donating a lot and often and stuff shoot me an email dear Mr. Atheist at gmail and I'll shoot you a link to the next one or something. I probably just made a promise that I shouldn't have. <laughs> Here's hoping a thousand people don't email me. Um, let's see here. But Lindsay Lee says, Jimmy Snow is my daddy, but Mr. Atheist was not our father, either of ours. Brandon Hennessy, keep being awesome. Much love. Thank you, Brandon. Vandy, good night. Take care and be kind, everyone. Absolutely. Good night, Vandy. Uh, thank you to whoever deleted your message but left the money behind. Monica Lucy, honestly just wanted to hear you say my name because I've been really into your content lately and it's been a blast. You make good background noise. Let's uh, let's do like a ringtone for you real quick. You just got to download and isolate here. Monica, Monica Lucy, answer the phone. Somebody's calling. It could be your mom. You don't want to miss that. Could be your dad. Could be my dad. Monica Lucy, this is Mr. Atheist to tell you that my dad is probably calling you right now. There you go. There's, that was just silly. Uh, let's see here. Cynthia Love, I am an ex-Mormon, became a Wiccan on my way to atheistism. You can just use atheis, atheism. But <laughs> I know so many ex-Mormons who became Wiccan. Maybe it's a Wisconsin thing. It could be. It could be a local thing. Because um, I wouldn't say that that is my experience. Mormons very often, uh, when they leave the church, become atheists. Because Mormonism, actually, funny enough, spends a lot of time and, and work teaching you why all the other churches aren't true. So when you realize their church isn't true, really, you should say, you should say thank you. Mabity Babity says, extra love to Lucy Fur, All the love to Lucy Fur. Uh, just a couple more here. Destiny D, thank you. Nervardia, previously Godless Strayan. When I found out about YouTube taking 30% of my super chat, that's why I became a Patreon. Do it. Do it. Yes, I very much appreciate anybody uh, uh, on Patreon. There are different tiers and different rewards and stuff. We recently changed a lot. It's it's actually part of like the big changes coming August 1st, but that one I, I ended up uh, actually 
pushing the changes through earlier, uh, except for people who were on on the past tier will still get the same rewards that they were expecting for the month. But um, yeah, anyway, uh, so those things are new. That is uh, that's where I'm going to leave you. I am. I'm actually very hungry now. Uh, I'm going to make a turkey sandwich. You, you don't know this about me, but I eat. My diet allows a lot of turkey sandwiches, and I really like that. So I'm going to I'm going to have a turkey sandwich. Oh, Sarah Gardner wants one. Okay, Sarah Gardner, please do a ringtone with my name. Thanks. This is going to become a thing, I think. So I'm going to have to start making these a little quicker. Sarah Gardner, answer the phone. Are you kidding me? It. This is a call. What are you doing? Answer the phone. Answer the phone. It's my dad calling, and it's important. He probably wants you to be a Mormon or something. All right. Um, you know what? Honestly, uh, okay, don't anybody else do that because I'm – I should just make that a patron reward, a patron tier. I will, re I will record a ringtone for you. Um, thank you all so much for watching. This has been an absolute blast. Enjoy the voicemail thing. Enjoy it as a format and a general idea for how to take on certain content. And I'm not saying that it, I'm not saying that that's a hint about some of the stuff to come, but if you haven't, if you haven't subscribed to my other channel, Jimmy Snow, what do you know? I'm just saying you, uh, you're probably going to want to. Don't you want to want to subscribe? Love you all. Have a delicious, a delicious evening.